0: back to my podcast. I am Camilla, your high vibe advocate. Give me 15 minutes and I will give you a high vibe world. So today is Wednesday, May 6th. I had a hard time even remembering that it was Wednesday. <laughs> it's really been crazy how the days have been blending, isn't it? Um, and um, I went to bed really late last night which has been happening a lot lately. I mean, not every night, but obviously never before midnight. And sometimes as late as 6am, that has happened, at least happened once. Um, I have fallen asleep between two and four many, many days. And my average bedtime is probably one something in the morning right now. Which, you know, it's not that different than my regular day, like the one in the morning time frames, you know, more of a night owl than a morning person. I'm usually only a morning person on vacation, which I know sounds kind of strange. Um, But I just feel like I have to seize the day and make the most of it when when I'm on vacation. (laughs) So, and I'm more excited, you know, than for my everyday grind, you know. Um, Yesterday, I was taking out the recycling, literally at two something in the morning. And I noticed that all of my neighbors were up, which is so strange because a lot of my neighbors have small children or, you know, are tied to some sort of schedule. So they go to bed normally around 9 or 10. And that's usually when all their lights are out. And yesterday, all the lights were on, TVs were on, and like I could just tell that everyone was up just like me. And I feel like that's been happening a lot during this quarantine. And people are kind of wondering, like, why is that? Why are we switching nights and days? Um... Meanwhile, the owls are switching days and nights. It's really funny because <laughs> they're usually nocturnal. But I've seen two owls during the day so far. And I never had seen an owl before. Probably because they were usually only active at night. So it's, it's interesting how nature works. But yeah, so big, going back to why I think in part it's because usually the reason we have to be in bed by a certain time is because of the commuting time um, and, uh, you know, the, the very strict schedules that we have whether it's dropping off a child at school for those who have children or making you know with their punch card at a particular time in their work if they're in the factory or some sort of like punching in punching out kind of job or you know that kind of thing um and or making you know to a train that's gonna be you know that has to be you have to be there a specific time to get on the train that kind of stuff uh, that 's actually very stressful. It adds all this unnecessary stress into our lives i 'm not saying that it 's not good to be structured, but i 'm just such an unstructured type person, um, and I really feel like you have to honor how you feel every day and how your body feels and each day it might be different that you know maybe that 's why i don't have kids <laughs> I just can 't really imagine having a structured life it doesn 't fit my my style, but I do feel that um, because we're not commuting we're like most of us are at home we just don't have that you know specific schedule like very tight and strict schedule anymore and that means that we enjoy life a little bit longer we're a little bit more relaxed and perhaps we're all just or maybe we're just anxious and we just can't fall asleep you know I don't know it could be could be both could be neither I don't know I don't have all the answers but but sleep is a sacred thing, and um, and without it, we would die, like literally. I know that you know people tell you you are not going to die if you don't sleep. I don't know. I think you would. Um, so how can we make sleep a higher priority when life is so busy or anxious and you know such a a strange time like the stranger times we're living in. Um. Well, one way that I find very, very helpful is actually to create a bedtime ritual. And that's what I wanna to talk to you guys about today. Finally, not talking about coronavirus. Um, so today I wanna to share with you guys um, this bedtime ritual that helps me and maybe it'll help you get the best sleep ever, right? So for the, for, for this ritual to work, you, know, you have to prioritize your sleep this day that you're gonna try it out you know it's it's the time to slow down it's the time to disconnect and it's the time to take care of yourself for once in your life because i know most of you don't or you know a lot of us don't really not as much as we could or should so step 1 and this should take about 5 to 10 minutes you should prepare your sleeping space your bedroom okay so and that is so true anytime like before you can begin your bedtime ritual you must properly prepare your space. This means that you should spend at least you know five to ten minutes tidying up and I know it's not fun and I know it's weird to do that at night you know right before you go to bed but that's um, uh, you know even when your room is clean it will be easier for your mind to fully rest if you still have an organized and kind of you know perfect sleeping space and it will also help tire you out a little bit more so you can sleep like a baby so try to like you know if it's not clean clean it up if it's not organized tidy it up try to make it a cocoon of good vibes right and um, after you've cleaned up a little um, you'll want to set the mood and you know One thing that I want to mention about the tidying of the room, because when you tidy up your room, you have less mental stress and you have better quality sleep. Seriously. Like, hashtag winning, okay? Um, So, you know, after you cleaned up a little, you want to set the mood. And here's what your setting the mood to-do list consists of. First, close your curtains and dim the lights. Duh. Of course. Then, um, you should light your favorite candle. If you're into candles. I like candles. Um, You know or you can diffuse your favorite essential oils or, um, you know, some of the really good essential oils are bergamot and sandalwood and cedarwood, you know, that earthy ground, ground, grounding kind of uh, vibe and effect. I really like those smells. And then, turn on that magical salt lamp. If you don't have one, you should get one. I have one, and it's really cool, and it really does give like this really nice vibe, but it also kind of makes you feel like you're in a salt cave, and if anybody has been to a salt cave, you know that that's a super cool, relaxing environment, even though it makes your eyes burn. Then power off or remove all of the electronics that are in your bedroom. Of course, if you have like a big TV, I'm not saying you should remove your big TV, but just like turn it off and you know keep it away from from your nightstand like don't sleep with your phone next to you I know some people need it for their alarm you'll probably get up easier if your phone is somewhere where you can still hear it but not right next to your bed Um, and it's a big one you know this this step because if you want to have a magical night's sleep then you absolutely cannot fall asleep watching tv or scrolling through your instagram feed because that's what I have been doing and it's one of the main reasons why it's so hard like and for me now, it's also TikTok, <laughs> I'm like looking at TikToks that I want to do. Okay, then step two is prepare your body, okay? So once you have your room ready for bedtime, um, you need to get ready for bed too, you know, just like you normally would. So that means changing from your day clothes to your PJs, which I know a lot of people are wearing their PJs all day right now. Maybe you should try to not do that, um, And uh, the PJs is like a symbolic representation of you going from the yang, like the active and busy energy of the daytime, to the yin, like the passive restorative energy of the nighttime. And that's why it's so important that you don't, you know, just spend all day in the same clothes or sleep in the clothes you're wearing during the day, because you really need to separate those two energies. And it's also important that you don't do this, this, this step before you clean your bedroom, because it's only after you're done with the active state that you really are ready for the yin state. So um, you know, this is like the official start of your mental and emotional winding down. And I would also highly recommend that you indulge in a luxurious shower or a bath during this phase of the ritual. So like when you get naked and you, you just take a beautiful shower or bath. And there's some major benefits to this because Number one, you can take the time uh, in the shower to mindfully cleanse yourself of the day that you had. Like imagine the water washing away not only the dirt from your body, but also the stress and the anxiety or other people's energy that you may have picked up during the day. And two, it will also help you sleep better because the warm water helps to relax your muscles and ease overall tension and anxiety. And it acts as a nasal decongestant as well. And it will warm up your body temperature so that when your body cools off right before sleep, the contrast in temperature will relax you. That always is the case. That's why, like, warm baths or warm showers always make you, like, sleepier and, like, cozier. And three, you will free up a big amount of time for the next morning because you won't need to shower then if you don't want to, which means that you'll be able to use that time for extra rest or for just, uh, you know, prepare for your day ahead, which I'll do another episode on that. Um, Or maybe just for a delicious cup of tea or meditation, you know. Then step three, you should stretch it out for like 10 minutes. Now that you've prepared uh, yourself and you're ready to go, the next step for this bedtime ritual is to practice a little yin, or restorative yoga so you stretch out the body before bedtime and it's it's a great way to help reduce uh, stress and induce relaxation and restore your body and I feel my favorite bedtime yoga poses are legs up the wall pose which is um, you know just put up your wall your legs up against the wall your butt all the way up to the bottom of the wall child's pose you know when you lean forward and everything and you, you go sit on your heels a gentle twisting pose, like the spine twist, and the goddess stretch. Um, if you don't have any idea of what I just said, you can always just kind of like Google those and, and it'll show you all the poses. But... And be mindful of what poses you choose to do here because while there are lots of yoga poses that are great before bedtime, um, you can find that through a simple Pinterest search for more ideas if you want. Uh, there are also a lot of yoga poses that will energize and invigorate you, which of course won't uh, really be the right thing to do right before bed. Then step four is to snuggle up with a good book for like 10 to 20 minutes. So once you've prepared and you've stretched, now what, right? Now it's time to snuggle up with a good book because, um, you know, what kind of ritual would it be without a little good reading, right? No, I, I just, I don't know about you, but I, when I read uh, a book in bed, I usually get really sleepy. It puts me to sleep really quickly. So make sure you choose a book that's not an epic page turner because the idea is to relax and to sleep, not to stay up all night reading. And that could also uh, be fun. But, you know, I usually like to enjoy some type of inspirational or nonfiction type book. right? And I love Deepak Chopra and inspiring kind of things like self-help books like that. And I totally recommend that. Um, The Spontaneous Fulfillment of Desire is probably my favorite book of all time. And it's by Deepak Chopra. highly recommend it. Um, And then you'll go to bed feeling peaceful and inspired. And if you need some ideas on what to read, um, maybe I can put together a list for you. But you know anyway step 5 give thanks for like 5 minutes so you're done reading it's time to be grateful this step is where you want to do whatever it is that you like to do in order to give thanks uh to how awesome your life is so whether it's praying or journaling whatever it is um i like gratitude journaling personally um and you can just use this time to say a little prayer like i said so it's fine so when you're thankful before you sleep, you go to bed feeling good and fulfilled so that you can rest easy and wake up on the right side of the bed. It's, it's a trick that all people who love their lives do and um, you should love your life no matter how difficult the circumstances may be because living is a is a huge blessing. You know, if people only knew how crazy, complex and Uh, unlikely life is generally they would be more appreciative like you're like that one sperm out of millions they made it to the egg um then step six is self-love for another five minutes and self-loving is important so you have to incorporate that as part of your daily routine loving yourself is the last thing you should do in the day and it will help you integrate the love that you cultivate for yourself um while you sleep you know just and it's one of my favorite practices. Um, and one of the ways to do that is to journal about it. So you can you can actually write a list of things that you love, admire, appreciate about yourself, you know? Be kind to yourself. Like, don't treat yourself in a way that you wouldn't treat a best friend or a loved one, you know? And you can contemplate what makes you feel the most loved and then make sure that you include more of that in your daily schedule. Um, so... And then step seven, which is the last step, is to meditate. And I believe in meditation. It helps me fall asleep, but it also helps me just kind of like take my mind off of everything and also materialize what I really want out of life, you know, uh, like in the law of attraction. Um, this doesn't have to be some sort of big long thing in order for it to be effective. You know, you can spend like 5, 10, 15 minutes of meditation and you'll most likely fall asleep before you even finish, especially if you're lying in bed and, you know, it's just perfect. And I personally prefer to listen to guided meditations at night as opposed to going it on my own because my brain is just too tired to focus on anything at the end. So it's nice to do guided meditations right before bed. Um, you can also just go to the music route and listen to some soothing music that will put you in a meditative state. You know, like, um, you know, I should probably create a playlist for that too. But anyway, so this entire blissful bedtime experience should take you about an hour if you follow this general guideline that I just gave you, right? And it will give you a plenty of, uh, I don't know, like restful, soulful kind of moment. And it will definitely help you sleep better and feel better and, um, and it also is going to give you plenty of of time every day for self-love, self-care and gratitude, which are the things that make the, you know, life as as good as it can be for you as an individual. And if you can't dedicate an hour or like that much time to this ritual every day, don't feel bad. Like just doing a few of these can already go a long way, you know, because time well spent is still better than no time, you know, um... So, you know, I would love to hear from you guys. If you guys give it a try, if it worked for you. Um, so hopefully this will help everybody that's struggling like I am with falling asleep these days or any time. Um, and, uh, well, that is all we have for today. Thank you for being with me and for listening to me and for being a part of my journey. I am Camilla, your High Vibe Advocate. Looking forward to your outreach at highvibeadvocate.com and your follow on Instagram at highvibeadvocate and Facebook as well. (laughs) And as always, looking forward to our next meeting right here on my channel. See you next Wednesday.